This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Why am I with Seabus Super? Because I'm a builder and they take care of me. Well, I had an accident on the work site and they helped me out, no worries. Yeah, they helped me out real fast. Mate, they just get me. Because they are for all of us. Seabus, for all of us. To consider if Seabus is right for you, visit seabussuper.com.au for a copy of the PDS. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. This is the final word. It's the Ashes Daily, episode six. It's uh, Birmingham Edgebaston, day one. And we have seen... What a day of cricket we have just seen. <laughs> Adam Collins try to do it justice in 30 seconds or fewer. A scarcely believable century from Stephen Smith. I was there in Pune, I was there in Brisbane. I think that outstrips them both. He dragged Australia from 122 to 8 for all out 284. Put on a truckload of runs with Peter Siddle and Nathan Lyon after the top order broadly failed. Stuart Broad took five. That means he's got 100 wickets against Australia throughout his career, but the whole story is Stephen Smith. And overnight, England a 10 for none in reply. Remarkable. This uh, episode brought to you by Seabus Super, as always, Industry Super Fund, hitting your retirement for six, much like Steve Smith hit sixes when he decided he wanted to do it today. That was... I, I don't want to jump the gun and just go on pure emotion, but it, it's certainly one of the most extraordinary batting things I've ever seen. It might be the most, because from the position that they were in, from what, 120 for eight, from the position that he was in, a guy coming back for his first test innings in nearly a year and a half... To, to not just play better than his teammates, but to outstrip them so chronically, so with such magnitude, to make that kind of score against excellent bowling in these kind of conditions, I, I cannot fathom it. It's, that should be the sort of innings he would play after four or five years of being at the top of his game, not after a year and a half of sitting on the sidelines. Yeah, there's so much to pull out of it, isn't there? The reception he received all day, which was inevitable, but that didn't seem to face him. The way he responded to making 100, he wasn't beating his chest like he was in those two epics I mentioned before, the, the Puna and Brisbane innings, which he usually uh, raises as his top two in international cricket. Um, here he was subtle, he shut his eyes, went up to Nathan Lyon, gave him a hug. It was just this sense of overwhelming exhaustion. We talk a lot about Steve Smith just wanting to bat. I don't think he understands why teams collapse. I don't think that he gets why players wouldn't want to be out there as much as he wants to be out there. We had a brief chat to his coach, Trent Woodhill, in the corridors today, Jeff, and that was the thing he said sets Smith apart. He just views every opportunity to face a ball, whether it's in the nets or in the middle, as an opportunity to do something special. And that's exactly what he did. I mean, the way that not only he batted with the tail, but when he watched the collapse going on around him, 5 for 23 and 80-odd balls at one stage there in that, uh, across the, I guess, third hour of the day, 
They were on the cusp of busting England open when Jimmy Anderson uh, was confirmed as ruled out of the day. Batting with Travis Head. Then Travis Head goes. They lose five wickets in a hurry, as I said before. There's Smith watching it at the other end. And did you see him trying to hit out? Did you see him trying to change the game? No, he just knew that if he hung in there and had appropriate support from somebody, that he could drag them himself to where he needed them to be at stumps. And that's a sort of responsibility. Forget about having the C next to your name and having the captaincy armband. That's actual cricketing leadership that he displayed today. And, and it was just a joy to watch. Yeah. I know it's hard with emotion to put things into immediate context. And sometimes it is likely that you'll jump the gun but I can't imagine how we're not going to look back at this innings in 10 or 20 years time and not say it's one of the most impressive we've ever seen in the flesh it's one of one of the greats because of that context you know because of how hard it would be to even just come back and play even to yeah. he, he could have come back and made a, a, a decent 34 and we would have said it was a you know a brave effort to to be able to do that in the the face of the ridicule from the stands and, and the and long the layoff I mean, and, and, the, bowling, and yeah. the bowling was outstanding yeah. let's talk about the start of the day this Absolutely. morning because I mean, England took off like they took off in the semi-final. They had Chris Wokes bowling beautifully. They had Broad bowling beautifully. They had Anderson for four overs, mm. swinging the ball and looking likely. Then he, I don't think he's got an injury. He just felt a bit not right in his calf. Um, and because they were bowling so well and taking wickets and on top, the, the, I think the England camp felt safe sending him off to have a scan just in case. Uh I don't think that's the case. I think Anderson's in a fair bit of trouble from what I've heard. But that's okay. We can we can uh, we can talk about that tomorrow when we know when we know a little bit more information. But um, the guts of it is is that when you've got a bowler of the quality of Anderson come off, it doesn't because England's it, attack it didn't seem to disrupt them. No, because they were because they were on say, top of that. This point. is where we always talk about the ba- the, the balancing effect of an all rounder. I'm not saying that Stokes bowled the house down today. In fact, he, he didn't. With the exception of the delivery to Patrick Cummins, Stokes was the weakest of England's quartet of bowlers that bowled tons of overs of course Anderson only needing four off the top and Mo and Ali was the least important of the bowlers being day one but that's what I mean about Head and Smith they, they were so close to to breaking England in the first five overs of the middle session so much so that Broad tried to get the ball changed and Ali Dar laughed at him and, and you know Broad bowled off the top today one of the best spells he's bowled statistically ever in terms of pace and accuracy and how fully delivered Crickviz went through the numbers and he was bound to take wickets early on now granted um, of his four wickets two were going down the leg side on, on, um, on, when you looked at the technology retrospectively yeah. including Warners but put Although, that, but, but neither of them looked like they weren't going on when they hit and, and often case, mm. often the case that's the way with LBs isn't it they, Warner, they look so out you don't review them Warner to balance that did nick a ball exactly. before that and wasn't given out and they first didn't ball review the, it first ball from Broad all day wasn't it down, down the, the leg, leg side, side yeah, yeah. And, it, and it was well down the leg side it was proper filth and he, he got a touch on it but Broad but, was I mean Broad and Wokes if either of those guys lose their bundle in that situation a day in the dirt stuff but I just thought it was such patient cricket from the two of them. Wokes knew he needed to step up. He found that incision with a lovely ball to Travis Head. And then there was that effect I was mentioning before about the collapse. Smith used to talk about it when he was captain. I remember being in Chittagong with him a couple of years ago, lamenting these collapses as being a fragility above the shoulders. He used to say, it's nothing about their talent. Something goes above the shoulders. And he couldn't get it. He couldn't get why this would happen to these colleagues of his who, who are su- such good cricketers. And, and again, we saw it today with Smith down the other end watching. Well, yeah, exactly. And he was watching, you know, Matthew Wade, who's made so many runs, he get, just gets this beautiful in-swinger from Wokes, yep. and there's not a lot you can do about that. So he's gone for one, which can happen. Tim Payne, that was a fragile dismissal, I thought. He took on the short ball. He was trying to impose himself and, and just clouts it straight to deep mid-wicket. And when, you know, when your team's knee-deep in the manure and you're, you're the captain, it just it, it didn't, it didn't um, ring true for me when, 
when struck, the sound was not right. Yeah, it was a, a non-Tim Payne dismissal. We saw how disciplined he was in this corresponding series two years ago when I think he was averaging 120 balls per dismissal or something like that. Um, so it got big on him, didn't it, from Broad? And he put his hands over his mouth, a la Trent Bridge, that catch in the gully, Ben Stokes uh, mm. off Adam Voges. He did exactly the same thing. And at that point... I was thinking, well, you know, this is an all-out 150 jobby and, yeah. and, you know... Well, because Tim Payne had poked the bear, you know, yesterday. He, 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 he got asked that question about his edge fashion, the most intimidating ground in the world, and he said, oh, I can, I can name 15 others. And I know he was trying to be offhand, but it did get them mad. They were all frothing about it on breakfast radio this morning in the UK. <laughs> and then what he does is pump a catch out to the one guy in the deep standing right in front of the Hollies stands, you know, out in front of the, the raucous England supporters who takes the catch out there. And, of course, they, you know, let him have it as he went off and, Absolutely. and it just felt like England was swarming at that point they were all over Australia and then you know a couple of the tail go and you're 120 for 8 well yeah and, and let's talk about the, the, the tail so to speak Smith and Siddle put on 88 right Siddle made 44 of them there was no shielding of the tail going on no. this was a la Steve Waugh the way Waugh would bat with the, the bowlers and show faith in them. Smith realised that Siddle, who's averaging, I should add, 32 at first-class level this year, he's no jobber with the bat, never has been, but he, he showed that faith in Siddle to play the sort of hand he needed to play, and he flourished as well. Some lovely drives down the ground oh, as the he The one through mid-wicket, the one behind yeah. point, just open the face and ease it behind point for four. Peter Siddle played a beautiful innings and today. T- talk about a guy who is taking the opportunity to make the most of his, what will surely be his last opportunity in test cricket. Like Peter Siddle won't play again for Australia after after this series. I'd be astonished if this is not his last series, whether it ends here at Edgebaston or, or at the Oval in six weeks' time. It's unlikely he'll play Test cricket beyond this series. He's going to make every single day, every single moment of this experience count, and that adds, and that yep. rather that, that that's added to by what he does with the bat. And as for Nathan Lyon, I mean, I know that by that stage Steve Smith entered well, we called it God mode with Lanning the other night, but you know he decided to start playing his shots. Nine men on the ropes. To think that three hours earlier Australia were eight for one twenty-two. Yep. Nine fielders on the boundary, and Smith still hit two ba- two fours past square leg and a six bisecting. The, the two guys on the deep mid-wicket rope. It, it was crazy batting. <laughs> Unbelievable so, batting. So 8 for 122. The Siddle partnership, things are pretty sane and normal as they go on to 210. He's out. And then of the, uh, the, the 74 runs that are added after that, Steve Smith scores 59 of them. And Nathan <laughs> Lyon makes a dozen. So, you know, those two modes, he suddenly goes into the other mode. England, as you say, put the field back. And Smith says, well, all right, I can't get out then. I'm not, I'm not going to pop up a catch to anyone. So I'll just wait for the ball that I want to hit over the rope and I'll do that. For and the, he did that instead. For the briefest moment... I was saying to a couple of our colleagues, gee, would it be a decent idea when Australia are about 2.30 to declare and get eight overs in England? Now, I was obviously very wrong there, I mean, because Smith continued on, but at at one point he seemed to be a fraction stunted on about 120 or something like that after bringing up the 100. And I thought, well, well, maybe the, the, the better time to to bowl is now than tomorrow morning. You know, what if they get to... St- In the end, it worked out okay. They got two overs. They didn't penetrate yep. uh, the two openers, uh, Burns and, and Roy, but that's how it felt. But then he just kept getting quicker, progressively quicker, and, and you know managed to get to 144 before Broad did bowl him and close the innings and then he sprinted off to get ready to go out and field in classic Steve Smith fashion you know yeah. there, was, there was there was no waiting around to receive an ovation from the crowd he's like right what's next what's next fielding let's do some fielding let's I love field, fielding. I, I, love like, fielding yeah. I like catching balls though <laughs> catch some balls a couple of overs to do that 144 when you, you run through that uh, top order next to him Bancroft 8 Warner 2 Kawaja 13 Matthew Wade, one. Payne, five. Pattinson, naught. Cummins, five. So, you know, aside from Travis Head's 35, and then it's the last two who gave him any support. And 
I just, I still can't get my head around it that he played that innings, that level of calm, that level of focus and control. I mean, it wasn't calm. He was angrily gesturing every time he didn't hit a shot right. He'd be, he'd be gesticulating at that part of the field and cursing himself and his family's name and you know your, your family for generations and <laughs> <laughs> sort of angry pirate kind of stuff. But. To, to be able to have the focus to then take on the next ball and, and do what he wanted to do with it, it, it just it boggles belief. I can't, you can't do that. You can't be banned for a year, miss almost a year and a half, and just walk back in and do that. How do you do that? I was thinking, Jeff, How? behind the curtain a bit, you know, uh, when we're preparing to write our pieces at Stumps, uh, it was such, it was like muscle memory for me checking what his average was after passing 50 balls in an innings, yeah. going and checking what his average was post-24 August 2013 when he which, makes his breakthrough 100. Which all eminent these, players he'd just drawn level with with 2400s. Yeah, the, the, the ratio between... All these things I've done, I think I've seen all bar two Steve Smith 100s in the yeah. flesh and written about them. We've been very, very fortunate we've, to, to we've document got them, his career. We've got them all between us. We do, that's right. Yeah. A couple I've missed, which you saw in the early uh, Sydney and... Um, Sydney, no, sorry, Perth, Perth and... Um, the Oval. And the Oval, yeah, whatever that was. So... Um, but, but going back for us as writers and documenting what Smith's done over the journey, it was great to kind of get back into that groove again. I haven't written a word yet. I've been taking notes all afternoon, but I can't bloody wait. I, I just, I, I need hours to write about that innings. <laughs> I can't write about that innings today. I have to write about to it. To hell with newspaper deadlines. Uh, I'm going to tell them it's going to be online a little bit later tonight. Like people saying to me, oh, are you going to write another book? And I've been like, oh, gross. You know, it's too hard. It's too much work. I could write a book about today. I could well, write a book about that well, innings. Well, Michael Vaughan made the point that there, there is a movie in the World Cup final, and and there might very well be a movie in in, in that today. Now, oh. you know, the Smith story is 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 a complicated one. We're yeah. not trying to exonerate him for what happened. I mean, Christ, you've written an entire book about what happened in South Africa. I've written critically about the development of that yeah. side under his tutelage. This isn't about the past. It's about seeing purely for the batting. Maybe there is something to be said for the fact that liberated from the top job yep. and only having to focus on his batting. Yeah, it's become a bit of a trope on this tour. Smith bats in the shower. Smith yeah. bats in the hotel room. There was a feature on Sky Cricket today where he was he was doing a, an interview with Nasser Hussain where Nasser was throwing balls at him in the nets. It's the only way he could get time with Smith to interview him. Brad Sunder Ace and our colleague wrote a great piece about yeah. watching a spe- Steve Smith net session the other day but maybe there's just some truth to this that liberated from all the baggage you've been captain yep. he can just do what he loves doing more than anything in the world and bat and bat and bat and well, bat and that's the best expression of him and I feel like this might be look 284 that they've made from the position they were in this might be a bit of a Brisbane 2013 sort of thing where Australia had a subpar total they were they were shot out on day one Broad took six for it it didn't look good uh, and then but it was enough they got enough they got about 280 there I think as well and, and then Mitchell Johnson happens the next day and, and suddenly things look very different so you know this, this could be something where he's turned a complete losing position into what could be a winning position if they bowl well a quick round of that we have to do a uh, Hall of Fame I've got to run down to the field Jeff what's a Hall of Fame today? it's it's Smith batting with nine on the rope and hitting sixes nonetheless. There it is. That'll do. Steve I mean, Smith no, on the rope. really is. No, that's fine. You're never going to really see that is. again. So that goes straight in the Hall of Fame. Player of the day, of course, is Stephen Peter Devereaux Smith. 144 Australia, all that 284. England closed 10 for no loss. This has been the final word, Jeff. It has. So it's the final words brought to you by CBUS Industry Super Fund, hitting your retirement. 4 6. Check them out at cbussuper.com.au. We'll be back with you for Birmingham, day two, tomorrow. Bye. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself And there's some stories I can tell you Every day, hundreds of thousands of us are building a future we can all be proud of 
For over 34 years, the growth CBUS MySuper option has returned an average of 9.29% per annum for its members while investing in projects that not only create jobs, but something better. CBUS for all of us. To consider if CBUS is right for you, go to cbussuper.com.au for a PDS. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance.